Hi, this is Joanne Bailey Borsma with WKTV, and we're here with Locally Entertaining, our very first podcast about the arts entertainment scene in the Greater Grand Rapids area. And I'm so excited today because I have one of my favorite directors here, Bruce Tinker from the Grand Rapids Civic Theater, and some of the cast and choreographer for Mamma Mia. Bruce, you want to introduce everybody for us? Sure. Uh, it's Tori Thomas, who's a choreographer, Heather Craig, who played Donna in the production, and Brianna Minima, who played her daughter Sophie in the production. I'm looking at, I have to be honest, looking at the two of you, you guys like look like your sisters more than a mom and dad team, <laughs> a daughter team. I really have to be honest with that. So. <laughs> to be for, fair, I do actually have a 23-year-old daughter, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Well, you know, I got to see Mamma Mia. It was a fantastic show, so shame on anybody who missed it. Um, but it was also hard to get tickets even after you announced those uh, two extra shows. But I wanted to stop, start with that a little bit because... I know in the process of picking for theater, you guys are actually, you're picking shows way in advance. Can you talk a little bit about the process of how you go about picking a show for a season and how you do that? Sure. It's a, it is a process um, every year. But we're looking five, ten years. We're looking at what's you know popular now or what's being introduced now and kind of trying to scan ahead. How long will it take for this to become available? Uh, so we've been looking at Mamma Mia for 20 years. Um, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, literally. Because uh, it, it premiered in 99, and it was, um, it was it just took off immediately. It was such a, an amazing uh, juggernaut, really, for live theater. And it led to a lot of other great success for jukebox musicals. It led a lot of artists to realize they could you know, open up their songbook and uh, create some live events that weren't just bands playing their music, but actually telling stories with their music. So, you know, it, it was really one of the first that did that so very successfully uh, with the, the ABBA songbook. But, you know, we're, we look way ahead as far as we can ahead, and we're always sort of trying to find something new to bring to the theater, but to the community, but it's not really in our control. I mean, the people that own the rights sort of make decisions on when they will and won't introduce things. and. A lot of local theater is sort of the last time it's opened. In fact, we were planning on doing it last year, and then another uh, theater, sort of their production got bumped by another, the last tour came through, and so they bumped us. So it, it all kind of depends. But we're really fortunate at Civic Theater that the rights holders uh, approach us and say, hey, look, this is going to be available. We want you to do it. It happened for next year in the case of Frozen Junior where they said this is really a limited thing. We're only letting so many theaters do it. We want it to be you um, because they recognize that locally there is amazing performing talent in this city and there's incredible production talent and they know when something is you know, done in Grand Rapids, it's going to be done very well and going to be done right and the performers you know, the performing talent in the city are remarkable, truly remarkable in a city this size. We're very blessed by the volunteer performers we have in the city. Well, and what's interesting to me, and you guys can chime in anytime you want, but what's interesting to me is that you're picking out so far in advance, you have no clue if something is really going to be a hit or if it's, or it's going to be successful or not successful or anything. I mean, this was still a, a juggernaut hit for you guys. I mean, you had to add shows. You had to, 
you know, take try to get people seats and find spots for everybody. I mean, in and and then I, I literally thought the balcony was going to come down on the show that I was at because <laughs> 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 I was in the balcony. <laughs> so um, that's a really hard guess to 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 guess all that. Sure, but I, there are givens, and Mamma Mia is a given. It's one of the few shows that's a given. There, there are certain shows that it's a given. Uh, it works. It charms audiences every time it's done. But I, but I will say that, even so, I think this is one of the best productions I've ever seen, and that really has to do with the the actors that made it come to life. You know, they made the story come to life. Tori did some amazing choreography that, I think, put the show on a different edge than it's been. A lot of people got. I hate to say a little lazy with it and just let it do its thing. And he kind of said, "No, we're going to we're going to push. We're going to do more. We're going to we're going to take it further. We're going to you know, we've had a great company. We've had a great cast that, that you know, we're up to the challenge and they took the encouragement. I don't know, you can talk about that. Oh, he never talk. he never let us settle <laughs> and let us just no. do our thing. No way. A true blessing, seriously. Um, from from day one from the casting, the energy was in the room. You can just see the the lights going off and people in our rehearsals uh, were awesome. I mean, there was there was so I mean a true blessing as as a cast to come together and to be rehearsing outside of rehearsals and to continuously push themselves. It was a true blessing. Um, when I choreograph, I try to to challenge and push people, and they let me. You know, um, they were like bring it on, and we did do that. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Now, what about, I mean, you obviously try not to do exactly the same thing that's been done before. I mean, you must have seen some, some See, of the shows yes. in the past. When a production is going on um, that I'm chosen to be a part of, I do research and kind of see what the choreographer has done before. And then I also try to, my my hope is to do 90% of it my own way and give 10% of homage to the original choreographer. And I call that choreography, where I do my own spin of it. And that just makes it refreshing. Um, with Mamma Mia, the soundtrack, again, as Bruce said, it was a, it was it was a smash from the beginning because it, it brings everyone together. Um, to be in the audience and to see nine-year-old kids sing ABBA songs, you know, and they're just enjoying that. And you have seasoned um, civic uh, holders who are in their 80s saying, "Wow, I love this show." I mean, that just brought everybody together. So I mean, that type of stuff. So I have to choreograph to make sure that the nine-year-old can enjoy it, but also to Make sure that the 80-year-old who understands the album music from when they were younger can enjoy it as well, too. So that's just, that's the best part of it, to bring those generations together. That has to be a challenge. That just has to be, like, a, a phenomenal challenge in your head to kind of figure. And I know you've been doing it. Give a little history of yourself, because you have an amazing history. Well, thank you. Um, I'm born and raised here in West Michigan. Uh, I actually met Bruce um, through his daughter, Martha, who was in a production at, at Cornfield University. And our theater director, Jennifer Hunter, we had to introduce each other. I met him through her, and he gave me his business card and communicated he you know, possibly wanted to work with me in the near future. And I did communicate to him, I can't thank you, you know, but I have a job now at Cornell University. I didn't know who he was. And so <laughs> Jennifer talked to me and says, you're going to work for him. You're going to work for him. <laughs> and I originally wanted to do a, a production called Legally Blonde. That was the production I had in mind. And... At the time, he already had a uh, direction correct for, for that that uh, production. So he offered me feeling on the rough. And so I said, I have to think about it. So I talked to Jennifer again. She says, you're going to do that production. <laughs> I said, I don't want to do that production. <laughs> I want Legally Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
for that production, and um, that was my first production at 2013 at Civic Theater, and that production taught me so much about about community theater and just about the different ages of people coming together. It also gave me opportunity to to showcase what I can do, but also taught me taught me a lot about patience and communication, how to connect with people and make them understand and move. I mean, in that production, we had someone who was 67 years old who had a hip surgery and a shoulder replacement. And so I had to get him to move like the nine-year-old. So that was a very, you know, a, a great challenge. But however, it taught me so much about just the, the commitment and communication to how to teach people. And from there, I mean, I've had great successes with civic theater. I mean, it's, it's an awesome place where theater is magical. I mean, from our costumer, our set designer, I mean, you have your props, you have your lighting. It is the best place to be a part of theater because it is pure magic. So it really it helps, you know, the choreography is it's, it's a small part of it because there's so much more that goes into it. Our stage manager, who is constantly <laughs> on, on top of us in a, in a very positive way to make us be more and more uh, committed and, 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 and lively in our productions, it just, it's, it's, a, it's amazing. It really is. Mm -hmm. so, and you, I, I'm sorry, every time I look at you, I want to say Donna. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But no. Heather, yeah. I mean, this was your first... It was both of you was your first production. Right? Oh, no, 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 no. not mine. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, Brianna. But for Donna, it was your first production. Yes. Um, talk a little bit about your background, and then why did you want to do Mamma Mia? Um, uh, you know, I, I sang in my first wedding when I was 10 years old. I've been doing weddings and bands, and I've been singing with Harkup Ministries at their, at their Christmas performance um, for like 12 years. Um, but ever since I was a little girl, I used to line all my stuffed animals up on the stairs and sing and dance to them. <laughs> and uh, my dream was always to do theater. But growing up, I was the shy, quiet little kid. Um, okay, and I don't believe that after seeing this show. I, I was. I'm sorry. I, I hid behind my parents. Like, I, I was always the shy kid in school. I just didn't have the confidence to do any of it. Um until I met um, my choreographer. <laughs> um, and he's just so encouraging and so loving. And he's, he just said, come on, Heather, you got to try. And I did. <laughs> so, so that was really your first time in dancing then, was it? Um, I mean, I did a little bit of dancing when I was young. And, and we've done a little bit of dancing in Harkup, but yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this, but this was your First, I understood it is your first theater production. Yes. Ever. Yes. Period. Yes. Wow. But she is a natural on stage. Mm -hmm. in, in Harkup, oh, I, yeah. I met Heather mm -hmm. a few years ago in Harkup, and when she's on stage, she just lights up. Mm -hmm. I mean, she, you know, she performs well, she sings well, she moves her butt off. And <laughs> there was communication during Harkup. I remember talking about the show. I'm like, oh, so how are we going to get to be in the show? And I was like, hey, we have an audition for Mamma Mia. You should try out. And she was like, huh? You know, so she was a little nervous about it, and she sold herself, seriously. Um, but I knew in Harkup that she could that she could do it. I mean, because in Harkup, I mean, she's totally committed. She's there. And like with Harkup in any musical theater, you have your background noise that goes on, and uh, the personalities have to come together, and she does so well with that. She's very professional. And it really, I mean, I, I knew that she would be awesome for that role. Mm. But it, at Harkup, we, I, I work for Harkup Ministries, and we, every Christmas show, we have a couple of songs that we'll do that are more musical theater based, 
and Heather is always our go-to person for <laughs> casting those songs because she does have such a great stage presence and she's always large and in charge no matter what <laughs> song we give to her. So um, even though Mamma Mia was her first musical theater experience, she she's always been such a natural on the stage. And it was really cool to be able to see her moving from Hark Up to a full musical mm-hmm. and how she handled that. And, yeah, she handled it like an absolute pro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great. You know, and Brianna, why don't you give us a little bit about your background, too, so, so people have an idea. Yeah, so I, this is not my first show. <laughs> um, I have been doing theater since I was four years old. I was in my first production of Peter Pan at Children's Creations here in Grand Rapids. I was a lost boy. I was one of the twins, and I had my other twin who was older than me dragging me around the stage, but I was just so excited to be there. And then I did my first civic theater production, like real, like big stage, not children's creations, whatever stage we did it. I did my first civic theater production um, when I was eight or nine. I can't remember. I did Lily's Purple Plastic Purse, and um, that's when the dream really started to come alive. And ever since then... I have been doing different shows in community theater. I was really involved in my high school theater. I went to Grand Rapids Christian High School, so I did um, all the shows there. And then I actually went on to study musical theater in New York. I went to the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, and um, I've been very, very blessed to have an incredible experience um, in New York. I'm signed with an agency out there. I did a regional tour of Nice Work at the... Nice work if you can get it with uh, Sally Struthers was one of my co-stars, so that was really cool. And then I worked for Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines for a couple of years doing shows on cruise ships. Um, So I've been really, really lucky to have a lot of awesome experiences in Grand Rapids, outside of Grand Rapids. But one thing that always brings me back is Grand Rapids Civic Theater Mm -hmm. and the productions that we do there. I, I was actually planning, I still live in New York have an apartment there. <laughs> I'm moving back there on Monday, actually. <laughs> I was supposed to move back to New York January 1st. Um, so the Hark Up Christmas production was wrapping up, and I was getting ready to pack my bags and head back to New York. Um, and Mr. Tory comes and taps me on the shoulder. And uh, I, I take it you're, you're the casting director, too. Like you just kind of go around and try to find well, I, I put a bug in her ear, and she, was, she did communicate she was, she was going to be leaving. So then I talked to her mother and father as well. <laughs> so then he contacts my mom. Oh, and there was no going back from Sorry. that. No going back from that. Yeah. When I worked with Bree at Legally Blonde, and she was amazing as Elle Wood. I mean, she's phenomenal. I mean, she's the epitome when it comes to something like that. And so I hark up rehearsal, and I said, Mama Mia, you know, Sophie. And she starts to belt out the song. I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I go, honey, honey, how yeah. you thrill me. And Mr. Torrey's like, okay, yeah. all right, you got to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I, I guess I want to make sure, make people understand, too, is, is that the actors at Civic Theater, this is a volunteer gig. They're, they're not being paid for this. And yeah, they're it's a all big, they're, It's a big time commitment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you guys sacrifice. I mean, <laughs> talk a little bit about the schedule and, and all that's involved and you guys having to show up. Yeah, so I'll talk about the schedule first. For me, it's a little bit easier. I 
am not married, mm. and I don't have any children. Uh, so that makes it a little bit no easier cats or for dogs me. in New York that you have to worry I about. have a dog, but he's here. He's mm. here. Yeah, mm. he did miss me most days, though. Mm. But um, so we actually started rehearsal for this production on January 7th. Um, so we have about only a month and a half of rehearsal um, before we open our show. And one of the things that I was going to say when Mr. Tori was talking about our choreography rehearsals is actually we had a ton. I don't know if anyone remembers this winter, but we had a ton <laughs> of snow mm-hmm. and we had a ton of snow days. See. And there were a lot of days when it was just not safe to be on the roads and we had to cancel rehearsals. And because of that, we missed four Yep, four, four choreography rehearsals. Really important <laughs> choreography rehearsals. Um, but because Mr. Tori and, you know, just the energy that he provides to every single rehearsal and the level of both competency and willingness to go above and beyond of the whole cast, um, we were able to, you know, continue and really push through those snow days and create an awesome an awesome show and, and awesome choreography but so we do rehearse um between five and six days a week every week mm-hmm. uh from what was it seven six to what uh <laughs> six well six forty five to ten yeah, yeah, seven yeah. To ten. usually it was six fifty nine yeah uh, for me <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple sundays i threw in there at the last minute mm-hmm. so yeah yeah mm-hmm. so so for it is it is quite the sacrifice for a lot of people um, which Heather can speak a little bit more about, but it's just, it's such an awesome experience. And how long was the run? Because it was, the run was how many weeks? Four weeks. Four, Four weeks. weeks. So you're, you have that rehearsal that mm-hmm. starts January 7th, mm-hmm. and the show ended March 17th. March 17th. Yeah. So, so it's Wednesday through Sunday, mm-hmm. and then they did two shows on the last two Sundays. So, mm-hmm. so it's, it's an incredible commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, a, it's humbling to know what people not only they sacrifice, but also what the people that depend on them sacrifice to make this happen and to, and to give the gift to the back to the community, to their peers. And one thing I need to say, I mean, Tori is a great recruiter, <laughs> but everyone auditions for our productions. And mm-hmm. so, you know, Heather and, mm-hmm. and Brianna came yeah. in with a prepared audition. They yeah. auditioned with everybody else. And the one great thing is over 30% of every cast is a new person like Heather, new mm-hmm. to new to mm-hmm. sometimes new to the theater completely like she was, but also new to civic. So mm-hmm. we don't want people to get the impression that there isn't an opportunity. That's what we're here for. Yes. We're here for people like Heather who have always wanted to do something like this. We're here to provide that opportunity, but also for someone like Brianna who's pursuing a career as a professional to give them another experience and you know, we make it as professional as we can. Mm-hmm. We have a phenomenal design team at Civic Theater. I mean, our our costume, scenic, lighting, and sound designers are unbelievable what they create. And and obviously production staff like Tori and, and Wright McCarger, who was the music director for this production. I mean, they're, they're such, they're so, they pursue such excellence. I mean, that's why it's it's a real pleasure to work with people that, that have that kind of passion for it and they want to create the best experience for everyone, for the cast, for the crew, and for the audience. Does it ever, like, in in thinking about in terms of the commitment, Bruce, does it ever just blow your mind how many people show up? Because I'm sure you had massive amounts of people for yeah, yeah I know you people. had massive amounts of pe- people for Newsies because I think about every person I knew was <laughs> yeah. trying out for Newsies. Um, so, um, I mean, does it just... 
amaze you? I mean, yes, it is. It is again. It's amazing, and it's amazing how much talent there is in the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, and so, but a lot of that has to do with with all of the theaters in town. I think that we all believe in each other, and we want we support each other. We want we want each other to succeed. It's a lift all boats theory about it. So projects like Hark Up are just as important to us as what the schools are doing, what all the high schools and the, mm-hmm. and the colleges mm-hmm. in the area are doing, what the churches are doing in the area now with performance. Yeah. It's, we're all important to each other. We're all interconnected. And I think that that's one thing that maybe we need to have more of a sense of in, in our world, not just locally, mm-hmm. but really understanding, look, we're, we're all in this together. Yeah. You get one shot mm-hmm. at life, mm-hmm. you know, and so let's all be together mm-hmm. with something. You know, let's all create a bigger web and a stronger web and fabric rather than arguing all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. That's honestly one of my favorite parts about starting a new show is the audition process because for the for your for your first aud- Heather does disagrees with me. <laughs> for your first audition you come in and if people aren't familiar with auditioning for a show you sing most people sing songs that are not from the show some people will sing a song that's from the show but usually when you uh, if you do receive that callback that's when you sing a song from the show that's when I would sing honey honey or Heather sings dancing queen or something like that but so you have to prepare usually 32 bars, which is about 30 seconds, of a song that either you feel is right for that character that you want to audition for, or you just really, really love singing and you want to you wanna put it out there. So it's really cool to be in the room with, um, you know, 10 to 20 of your peers. And it's a little nerve-wracking, of course, but to see everyone get up there and sing their song and do their little dance if they have something set up for that. It's just it's just incredible because like Bruce was saying, it's a fair opportunity for everyone. You know, the the directors, the choreographers, the the production team doesn't go in there knowing who's gonna be what. You never know when a Heather Craig is gonna walk into their room, someone you've never met before, and is literally just gonna like blow your mind and you're like, oh, where did she come from? Is, is she from here? Is she, did she just move here? Um, so that's something that's great about what Bruce was saying, all these community theaters, and especially a place like Civic. That is a school as well mm-hmm. um, because it just teaches you, even from being in the audition room, things about yourself and things about other people in the community. It's really cool. As a professional, I mean, what does this do for you being in a, in a community theater Yeah. now? Well, I do have to say that. I've been in a couple of what you would call professional shows that don't even come close to the type, the level that civic theater in Grand Rapids provides. And um, I think that really speaks to, you know, how the community, this community appreciates art and gives their time, gives their money, encourages their children, encourages their, their parents, encourages whoever to really become a part of it because the level of production at Civic Theater is comparable to, if not better than, a lot of professional theaters that I've seen out there, which which is awesome. So it's amazing to be able to come back here and, um, and, and be a part of that because audition life in New York is not easy. <laughs> and and you are, sometimes you go months, years without being in a show. 
and um, and to be able to come back here and audition and and be cast in a show like Mamma Mia and be a part of this wonderful cast and crew, it's it builds me back up and gives me the encouragement to go back to New York, to go back to the audition scene, to put my nose to the grindstone and, and keep going for it. So Heather, and I know you've been strangely quiet, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I have to, did you have any preconceived ideas before doing the, you know, okay, you got the callback, you got the part, what did you think? And did it meet your expectations? <laughs> Give us oh, the dirt. We want the dirt. <laughs> I was so terrified going in. Like, even even though I did know people, like, I was lucky enough to, like, know people in the cast already that were my friends. So, but still, like, the first rehearsal, oh, jeez, it was terrifying for me. Um just because I didn't know what to expect, and I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> um, but the directors, all of them, were so encouraging, so kind, so building, um, you know, giving me little pushes in certain directions, but not really, like, literally telling me what to do. So I learned so much. Mm-hmm. I learned so much from the beginning to the end, and, and I gained a confidence that I never would have imagined. Um, yeah, so it, it was probably one of the coolest experiences <laughs> of my entire life. Seriously, my face was on a billboard. <laughs> I How many pictures t- do you have of the billboard? <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to get, really. <laughs> I was on TV and the radio and... And it was just like this whirlwind, um, just absolutely incredible. Do you think you'd, you'd try to do another show? Do you think you'd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the blood, huh? Yeah. Well, so. yeah, now they, they got the bug in me. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it seriously is that much fun, mm-hmm. it, even though it is a huge commitment. And um, I remember I told my family when I auditioned, oh, don't worry. I, I'm not going to get anything. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it. Oh, don't you know that's the biggest jinx you can do for yourself? <laughs> the, the biggest jinx you can say, oh, no, I'm not going to really. I'm just doing this just to do it with my daughter, you know, or I'm just doing this. And, and you're, yeah. it's almost like the biggest jinx. Yeah. Don't ever say that. And, and I, got, <laughs> I got the call, and then I called my husband first. And I, and I said, um, honey, I may have gotten a lead role. <laughs> and he started laughing hysterically. Yeah. But, like, my husband and my, the rest of my family, like, their part of it was just as important as mine. Um, because, like, my husband had to pick up a lot of slack. Yeah. A lot of slack. But the encouragement from, from them, too, was very helpful. So I'm going to ask you all one question, I just, I'm, and I just kind of want you to chime in on this one, but the reaction from the audience, oh. okay, and I was there with the ladies <laughs> dressed up in the full nine yards, and I did not get a picture of them in their outfits, but the reaction from the audience, I mean, I mean you must have felt it, you had to, I know you saw it because I talked to Eric, um, I mean, Reaction to you for reaction to you from the reaction of the audience. I mean, were you surprised, shocked? Did you expect that? Um, they were literally dancing in the balconies mm-hmm. when I was there. So, I mean, thoughts. 
Uh, <laughs> Long pause. I mean, You're still recovering? <laughs> no, it's just, it's so incredible. And the magic of live theater is that every audience is different. Mm-hmm. So it makes yeah. every show a little bit different. You and yeah. and and every night they laugh at different things. They they cheer for different things, but just the overwhelming mm-hmm. support and excitement for this specific production. I have never been a part of a show that has had this much excitement about it. And one of my favorite parts actually was um after Dancing Queen, I was just right in the wings waiting to go on stage, standing back there. And every single night, the crowd just lost their minds after Dancing Queens, after the three ladies sang Dancing Queens. And it, it was just, it, it's, it's a, you can't describe it. It's a feeling of accomplishment, of pride, of happiness, of joy, of excitement. It's, it's, it's amazing. I don't know what being on stage for that cheer was like because it must have been something else. Well, it was just like I remember the first night I did Winner Takes It All in mm. front of a live crowd and never did I expect <laughs> that kind of a reaction. I mean, people were just cheering and clapping and there were people standing up and I was just like completely blown away. It's... It's a feeling you just cannot possibly explain to anyone. <laughs> yeah. The the audience really like pretty much for the most part every night they were just incredible and that just spurred us on to be <laughs> better and, yeah. and and to do what we could to make them entertained. Uh-huh. And you can see people itching oh, yeah. <laughs> to stand yeah. up and dance. Oh just yeah. Itching like yes. um it's actually really funny because for this production um we for every production at Civic, but for this production specifically, we did a lot of backstage singing. Um all of the singing that you heard was us singing uh so so we're backstage and we're actually looking at tv screens of our wonderful wonderful musical director Wright McCarger who is um leading the pit he was actually musical directing and playing the keyboard so sometimes you'd see him and he's like playing the keyboard with this hand and like directing us in this hand he's and singing he, too yeah I <laughs> and doing some choreography yes, oh mr tory had Wright doing choreography he had a little like head movement that he added but um so you can see the first two rows of people from that camera. Like most of the time, we're watching right, but a lot of the time, <laughs> yeah, sure, right. Sure. If you're listening to this, um, uh, but a lot of the time, you can see those people. So th- the people who sit in the front row didn't know it, but they were being watched like like hawks from us backstage. And it's so funny and so cool to see their experience. They're them experiencing the show, and all of them are itching to sing Mamma Mia, itching to yep. sing Dancing Queen, mm-hmm. itching to sing all of these like favorite songs. You can tell. So finally, at the end, when we do, when um, we invited everyone to stand up and dance along and sing along, which is probably when you were feeling the balcony have some. <laughs> uh, actually, no. It was like basically through the entire show, <laughs> the whole back end of it. They were dancing in the back. In fact, we had people literally move to the back of the of the um, balcony to dance. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm not kidding. It was the night that um. I can't remember. It was like a, I think it was the Thursday night, and okay. it was and it was insane. I mean, Mara came out and talked to me, um, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, what were you guys doing up there?" <laughs> and I mean, literally, we were having a party. Like we could have had beach balls going the whole nine yards. We could have done the whole that thing. That must up have been there. the Miller Johnson night. <laughs> 
I feel yeah, like <laughs> we one of our uh, season sponsors, Miller Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. They they threw a um, event for um, all the females who work in their in their um, offices and their friends, and we're so grateful to have them as one of our sponsors. But so they brought two hundred, <laughs> two hundred women um, who are a part of their business and in the community into that show and that was one of the best nights oh my goodness (laughs) because those ladies were just having so much fun that must have been the night yeah (laughs) yeah and I had the ladies next to me in the full abaca outfits (laughs) and um, and then we had people like and literally I saw these people just like get up and move into the back and I couldn't figure out what people were doing and we finally looked in the back my daughter and I and we were like like right on the back row so we could kind of move around and dance a little and, and have fun and then we looked back and they were up there dancing. They were up in the back dancing. It was insane <laughs> I up have there. To say, our stage manager, Chris Carnavali, oh, he's amazing, but he's also like hilarious. He would get, he, he, he would just be baffled every single night because when, so all of the like Sky and Sophie, myself, and um, my co star Colin, and then the ensemble and those parts, we would be doing the, um, Mamma Mia, we'd start the encore, and then halfway into the encore, the dynamos come out in their costumes, in their bright, colorful costumes, and the crowd would roar like they were seeing, like, real ABBA, like, for real, (laughs) like, back in concert, like, and and our stage manager, Chris Carnavali, would be like, it's not actually ABBA! (laughs) They're like, they're not, like, (laughs) it was so funny because the crowd would roar, and then... When the dads came out, oh my goodness, oh, yeah. everything. The, the dads really lost come, it. Yeah, the dads would come back out in matching costumes mm-hmm. with their respective dynamo. And yes. mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Well, and it's kind of like, I think it's funny is you kind of expect it because everybody's kind of seen the movie. A lot of people have seen the movie, so you kind of know that. But when they came out, it was like the whole place just was. I, Gonna, I thought the building was going to just kind of collapse out because there was just so much excitement and, and people were so happy and mm-hmm. so thrilled and stuff, which is a commitment to everything that you guys did. I mean, you guys did this incredible job to put the show on, and it, it just resonated so well with everybody there. Yeah. Two and a half hours were just pure fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. You can escape for two and a half hours, yeah. which was really great. So, mm-hmm. Do you think, I mean, Bruce... We talk a lot about the importance of seeing a show live and going to the show. Um, this is just an iconic example of why you should go to a show. Any thoughts on that? About yeah, well, it's it's that communion, the audience, the performers, and then the show, whatever the material is. You know, you, I, you know, I heard a, a director once describe the mortality of it. You know, you come face to face with mortality because you know. Every night, you can sing the same song 20 times in 20 performances. Every syllable will be different every night. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be different because there are 740 new people watching it and experiencing it. The performers live through another 24 hours since the last time you know they've had experiences. That all comes into it. And the difference with a recorded event, um, as great as they can be, is that they're locked in that moment mm-hmm. you know they're frozen in that moment whereas live performance it's new every time you see it or every time you hear it so that's really that's really the energy and the genesis because we're mortal we're living mm-hmm. and we know that one moment it's gone 
And mm -hmm. so it's really a special experience to be in a performance and experiencing a performance live. And I feel that way about rehearsal too. I'm, I'm, I'm a rehearsal junkie. I mean, I'll just go to rehearsal. <laughs> I like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I like watching actor, I like experiencing actors sort of solve the problems that they have to solve. You know, that they have to kind of figure out, okay, how do I contextualize this? How do I, how do, I do this? It's fascinating to me how, you know, how that process happens for them. You know, we have a, you know, you, as a director, I think you have a small role in sort of helping that performer interpret the material, interpret the text. It really has to be theirs. They have to own it because they have to live it every night for the audience. We can't tell them what to do, per mm -hmm. se. They, they've got to embrace it and understand it because they're sharing it. It's a little different with choreography because you really do have to tell them, you need to do this. <laughs> but then, yeah. have, but then there's always a, yeah. I mean, Tori's great about sort of, you know, he'll teach something and, he's, and he'll, he'll experience it with the performers and then realize, you know what? They can own it if. Yep. And when Mike White says the rehearsal process for him is, to me, it's the actual, the live experience. So he loves rehearsals. I love live experience. I go to every show. And every show is a different show. He, he's correct. 24 hours has happened. And to see the performers leave the stage and to, to, to say, I did it, or I got it that time, or I, I, you know, I finally get it, or oops, I messed up. <laughs> to me, that's the best part, to, to see them in that joy. So I watch it over and over. Okay. And it's a different performance every night. And I really do enjoy that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Bruce, has this been one of the most successful shows for Civic? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's it was, and we could have. I mean, without other constraints, I mean, it could have run for another. I don't know how long. We could have had a Hamilton on our hands and just kept going. Yeah, it's been very successful. It's it's definitely in the top five. Um, God bless. You know, of the of recent memory, I've been gosh, they're almost twenty years now. That's hard to believe. Um, but I don't. You know, it, it's every show's a, a success. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. for that cast and crew, no matter what's happening outside of that, it's such an achievement. I mean, I think again, that's what I love about it is you, you know, however many people from all over the community that come together and they share this enterprise, and you know, they all they want that goal of you always want the audience to go away happy. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that isn't always joy. Sometimes you go away satisfied. You've mm -hmm. seen a great drama that's really moved you, or you know, you've had a moving experience. That's really what we're all in it for, ultimately. But I love watching, you know, I love experiencing sort of vicariously watching cast and families and someone will come up to you and say, I didn't know you could do that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the best when you, when you can show that someone that knows you best when you surprise them, you know, and shock them. You know, that's the best. Because it's in all of us. It's just a matter of, you know, finding the right opportunities to be able to express that. I have to ask, because I know you guys have, a, you have an incredible season this year. You've got another coming up. But I know you have probably one of the most other popular musicals around, which is Newsies, is your next one. And this has got to be like you, you, you hit a bar with Mamma Mia. You feeling pressure at all? I did the news person. I'm not because I'm not. Okay, are you? I'm not involved in that project, but I, I, oh. can, I can guarantee you that Allison, Aaron, and Charles will make a phenomenal production. Yeah, it's going to be, be phenomenal. 
just because mm-hmm. we're civic. So yeah, mm-hmm. I expect so, only but the best. So, so you and Allison then um, kind of trade off back and forth. So you you're not yeah, always back, back and back. Yeah, mm-hmm. Allison is she's a phenomenal talent. We were so fortunate that she was available um, mm-hmm. and was willing to come and work with us. She's an incredible director. She's an amazing educator. She's a great community. I mean, she's <laughs> I learn from her every day. I mean, she's a sweetheart. She's, she's amazing. Yeah. I mean, she's just such a talent. We're mm-hmm. so blessed. And um, so yeah, she and Erin and, and Charles and her team, they're gonna they're gonna do a pretty spectacular production. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, her little mermaid this holiday oh. suit was just <laughs> so good. <laughs> last so year good. her My Fair Lady was I it was superb. You know, mm-hmm. it's just she's just a great director. We're mm-hmm. really, really excited for her mm-hmm. to be a part of what's going on in Civic Theater. So it's great. They started rehearsals for that on Monday. Last really. night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, last yeah, night. yeah, last, last night. night. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It says I that's gonna I think well, I know I'm getting in line for my ticket already because I, I was just a little late, and Nancy kept telling me, you're a little late to get your ticket. I'm like, I know. If anyone has learned anything from Mama Mia, it's yeah. get your tickets now. No, I was back. I, I should have remembered from Les Mis, and I should have remembered from Mary Poppins, and I'm just one of those people. It's just always But so. before we get that, I mean, um, Jolene Frankie's directing James and the Giant Peach oh, Force. Oh, my goodness. This is yeah. a new musical version by Pasek and Paul, who are Michigan artists I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're phenomenal yeah kind of the new the new best team in mm-hmm. music theater are, are they did great showman they showmen. did dear evan hansen oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they're amazing they're phenomenal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're just uh, they're just phenomenal artists so and james and the giant peach this is a very different version of that show they actually it was one of their first plays they ever wrote and then they got on to Christmas Story and some other things, and then they came back to James and and finished it after they were, you know, had sort of people knew who they were and would give them resources to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's really a great show. We're real excited that that's in March, mm-hmm. and then Newsies is in June. Mm-hmm. But one of my friends is playing the ladybug yeah. in that show, and she just sent me a couple of pictures of her ladybug costume that our costume designer at Civic, Bob. Bob is the doing. The amazing Bob. The amazing yeah. Bob. The amazing Bob. Bob. Amazing it's a guest, it's oh, a guest really? costume. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Kelly Lucas does a lot of those costumes, and he, he does. Oh. he's phenomenal, too. That oh. ladybug costume? Yeah. Oh, just go to the show for the ladybug yeah. costume. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I, w- I went to Sizzical the Musical just because of the costumes. Yeah, I'll See, be Jolene honest. Direct, was the choreographer for that production. She's phenomenal too. She's a great artist. We're thrilled that she's in the community. So that's the other. I mean, again, it's you know they're great performers, but there are also so many great directors and choreographers and musicians and music directors and um, it's you know it's great to. Well, the sets again, it's all these the, people yeah. you can learn sound from. Sound designers, mm-hmm. light sound designers, and yeah, mm-hmm. everything is just puts it all together to make. A fabulous show. Yeah. Do it again. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Revival 2020. <laughs> Versus like, you, did, you did get to do Legally Blonde after all. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. With Rihanna. Uh-huh. Yes, I did. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was I, so was, I remember we that. We can rehearsal. do that one again too. So we're in, filling the rehearsal, and I mean, he just came to me when I was his like, so, um, do you still want to fit, do you still want to lick me blind? I was like, yeah. He's like, it's yours. I, I started screaming. <laughs> like, yes. Like, yes. That was a fun production. That really was. 
Yeah, that yeah. I and I went. I was there at that production too. <laughs> so it was a great production. So okay. Well, I think we probably covered a lot today, and I so appreciate everybody coming in and giving us uh, giving us that. I mean, and and just quickly, kind of tell us what's next for you. Oh uh, yeah, I am uh, moving to back to New York on Monday. Uh, I do ha- still have to pack. Um, that's gonna take a while, but yeah. So I'm I'm excited to go to go back there, and um, like I said, I'm signed with an agency. I'm signed with the Mine Agency in New York, and um, my agents are so amazing, and they're rip roaring and ready to go and get me out there for some auditions. And um, New York is such a great place to be able to fail marvelously (laughs) over and over again Um, but also also, like so many cool projects that um, you maybe wouldn't think that you'd be working on so I'm excited to be back there for a little bit um, and 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 see what happens Hmm. try my luck Heather what about you I have absolutely no idea (laughs) (laughs) I've been working a lot so I started a business about a year ago so that's kind of been taking a lot of my time, but um, I guess I will wait and see what opportunities come along. For me, uh, the next month will be lots of rest for myself. <laughs> I've been a busy man, um, followed by audition prep. So I do a lot of uh, private teaching on the side. So I have a list of clients who've been calling me for lessons. So I have projects lined up for the fall and winter. As of now, I'm going to take some time for Tori. Good and, and Bruce? Uh, I don't direct again until the fall. I'm doing Ring of Fire, which is the music of Johnny Cash. That's a whole, that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then next week, uh, or two weeks, we're going down to collect my daughter, Martha, who Tori talked mm-hmm. about, has been studying in Costa Rica this semester. So we're going down to pick her up and bring her back home and see what's going on. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much to all of you taking time out in your busy schedules and coming in and, and sitting down and chatting with us. We so appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks thank for having you. us. Thanks thank for you. having us. Thanks.